Hi, this is Pastor Bob Yandian. We are teaching on the subject of theology. Today is lesson number two. I'm teaching on the fall of man, the entrance of the nature of the flesh, the entrance of spiritual death, but also how to get rid of those through the new birth. We die in Adam and are reborn into the Lord Jesus Christ. Great stuff. So let's go to the Word of God together. For more than 40 years, Bob Yandian has been an expositor of the Bible, making seemingly complicated doctrine easy to understand. Grab your Bible and something to take notes with and study the Word of God with Pastor Bob Yandian. Hello and welcome again to Student of the Word with Pastor Bob Yandian. I want to welcome all of those who are watching for the very first time today. Welcome to the broadcast and we hope you'll like it. I think you will. And uh, the more you listen to it, then the more it kind of grabs you and hooks onto you. So my whole ministry in life is to take the Word of God and make it simple, to make profound things simple, to make complicated things simple, because I think that's what Jesus was. I think the most complicated writer of the New Testament was the Apostle Paul. And it takes some time to actually plow through a lot of what he has to say. But Jesus himself was a man that made everything simple. And that's all been, always been what my call is, and that is to do that. I was raised in church. A lot of things they taught, we'd walk out scratching our heads. And if we didn't know what they talked about, we said it was deep. We look, look at our friends and say, that sure was deep. What that meant was we didn't know squat what the guy was talking about. But uh, when we left, I, you know, I made up my mind as, as God put a call on my heart to make the teaching simple, to apply it to everyday life. And that's what we do. And we're in the middle of a series right now. We are actually in the beginning of a series right now on uh, eight individual doctrines. And today we're taking up the doctrine of the fall of man. You can turn to Genesis chapter two if you want. We're gonna take a look starting right there. Then I wanna welcome those again who are here for the 15th time, the 20th time, and also then my partners, those who stand beside me and financially support the broadcast with more than just the fact they watch. They wanna help get this out to other people too. So again, thank you for doing that. If you'd like to become a partner, it's as simple as going to my website, bobyandian.com. You'll find a place there on the website where you can become a partner. And I look forward to hearing from you as you become a partner with me in joining together to get the word of God to individuals and to families and to whoever is watching. So again, blessings. Genesis chapter two describes the fall of man and it occurred at a tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge a tree of the knowledge of good and evil was in the garden right next to or at least close to the tree of life. And both of them were in the middle of the garden. thought that was an interesting statement because it says here in the King James and other translation in the midst of the garden and the word means middle. And so in verses nine, then verses 16 and 17, it says this, verse nine, out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Notice there were two types of trees. There was just pre pretty trees, beautiful trees. And uh, you know, then the other ones were good for food. So not every tree was to be eaten of, others were just to look at because they were gorgeous. It goes on to say the tree of life was also in the midst or the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Notice those two trees are mentioned together. So they're probably close to each other. And verse 16, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree in the garden, you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. The Hebrew mentions the word die twice. Dying you shall die. In other words, when they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they died twice. The first dying 
that came into them was spiritual death, which set a process in them that eventually they died physically. So both spiritual death and physical death entered into them. One happened and was fulfilled immediately, that spiritual death. The other one took hundreds of years to actually be accomplished, and that was physical death. So again, dying, present tense, that's the spirit of man. You shall die, future tense, that's the flesh. Your body will die. Both sides of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil are rejected by God. You say, yeah, but look, part of the tree was good. Well, the Hebrew word for good here is a reference to human good. And it's not the good that God is looking for. In the New Testament, we have it in the Greek. We actually have the word kalos, which is natural good. But we also have the word agathos, which is divine good. And so we have the correlation set up there here in the beginning of the book of, of Genesis, that in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it was a type of good they didn't know. Because the first thing people often say is, well, God already gave gave them good. Why would, why would they want to go to a tree and get good again? Because the word for good is different this time. Here's what we're talking about. The, the good that God wanted from them and they saw every single day was divine good. The grace of God provided for them without them doing anything. They woke up to goodness, walked in goodness, you know, went to sleep in goodness. All the different things that happened in their life happened because of the goodness of God. And one day when uh, they were tempted to take of this one, it said, this will make you just like God. Well, God knows that there's a human good. He's seen it before on the earth, but he's seen it right now and being presented to Adam and Eve. He says, don't partake of that tree. And so when they saw the good in it, they probably thought, well, God doesn't want us to see a different type of good. And perhaps we do, we'll be just like God himself. Well, again, they ate of the tree and the good that was in it was human good. And God hates human good. This human good simply comes down to this. This is all religions. This is all uh, mankind working together. All the good things that man says is good that will get you to heaven. In other words, all religion, all good works, all charities, all human good are fig leaves. And this is what Adam and Eve put on. When they discovered they were naked, didn't know it up until then, when they discovered they were naked, they covered themselves with fig leaves, a type of religion, a type of all human good works, as opposed to divine works. And that's what God did was he cut an animal into and put the skins of them on them. One lasts a short time, one lasted a long, long, long time. And this is the same comparison to divine good and human good in our life. Human good that we do will die eventually, but divine good will live on forever and forever. And so once eaten, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil became the nature of the flesh in Adam, Eve, and ultimately all mankind. In the garden, all mankind died at one tree. There were thousands of yes trees and only one no tree. I want you to understand that. There were thousands and thousands of trees in the garden. Some were just beautiful to look at. Others had fruit and they could eat of any of them. And God said, but there's one tree I don't want you to eat off of. So there were thousands of yes trees and one no tree. And today all mankind find life at only one tree in the garden. Today, there are thousands of no trees. There's thousands of religions, fraternities, liberal institutions, theologies of man, and yet there's only one yes tree, and that one yes tree is the cross of Jesus Christ. So today, we have all these things we don't want to partake of, but we do have one thing we do. All mankind, we receive eternal life at this tree, and so it all comes back to it. Which tree are you a part of? Are you part of 
the dead tree or are you part of the living tree? The dead tree is Adam, the living tree is the Lord Jesus Christ. Even at the judgment seat of Christ of which all believers will stand at and the great white throne judgment of which all unbelievers will stand at, in both of them, we will not stand on our own foundation. We will not stand on our own good works. They'll try to, but it's not going to work. At the great white throne judgment, as sinners stand before the Lord, they're going to stand there and they're going to fall back on their good works, probably brag about their church attendance and all this, but God looks at it as this human good. He says, no, I do not, do not receive it. At the judgment seat of Christ, we will fall back on the Lamb's book of life. Our name is written there, and that's the grace of God. This is when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and God's goodness was restored to us as it was in the garden. So it comes back to this. We often think that at the judgment seat of Christ, we're going to stand there like an individual stalk of wheat with our roots going into the ground, separate and disattached from the person next to us. We'll be judged as an individual. You will not be judged as an individual. You are a branch either attached to a dead tree, that's Adam, or to a living tree, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all born into this earth attached to Adam's and so thus spiritually dead. If we accept Jesus as Savior, we're removed from Adam and attached to a living tree, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. We are only alive because we're attached to the eternal life of Jesus Christ. This is why everyone must be born again, die in Adam, and be made alive in Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 22 says this, in Adam all die, but even so in Christ shall all be made alive. It all depends when you stand before God as to which tree you're attached to. And when they say to me, why should we let you in heaven? I'm gonna say one day I died to Adam and I received Jesus as my savior and I was disattached from the dead tree and attached to a living tree and God's nature flows into me through the Lord Jesus Christ. The nature of the flesh, which was the thing that happened with this tree, this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the moment they ate of it, the whatever it was, we often say it's an apple. We have no idea what the fruit was, but when Adam took a bite after his wife had taken a bite, both of them, that went in and became a part of them. And whenever you eat something, it spreads throughout all your body as your body digests it and it spreads throughout your body to give you nourishment. This is what happened with the tree and the, and the fruit that was attached to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It spread into their bodies and they died at that moment, spiritually separated from God, which set a process into them of physical death, which happened hundreds and hundreds of years later. So what this tree is a type of, the tree in essence came into them. And now man has two tendencies without being attached to Jesus Christ. Even as a sinner, there are two tendencies attached to him, good and evil. But the good is not the good God is looking for. It is human good. It's all the societies we have around us, all the different uh, fraternities, good works organizations, churches that teach good works for salvation, anything that comes back, even your common sense for a fallen person says, if my good just outweighs my evil, if my good just outweighs my bad, then God's got to let me into heaven. Surely he'll balance it out. God doesn't think like you do. He wants you to think like him. God rejects both the good and evil and wants that thing in you taken care of by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Then divine good moves into you, which is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you some other names, biblical titles for this nature that enters into us called the nature of the flesh. 
It's called the nature of the flesh. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 12 and 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3, in Romans 6, 6, it's called the old man. You see, the old man, we died to the old man. It doesn't say the old man died. It says we died to it. Romans chapter 6 and verse 6 in Colossians 3, 9 calls this tree of the knowledge of good and evil that entered into us called the nature of the flesh and is also called the old man is also called the nature of sin, sin singular. It's found in the New Testament epistles, especially in the book of Romans time and time again. Romans chapter 6 and verse 12, 1 John chapter 1 and verse 8 are only two of a number of verses of scripture that talk about sin that dwells in us. Romans 5, 12 says this, therefore, just as through one man, that's Adam, sin, notice singular, that's the nature of the flesh. This is that tree of the knowledge of good and evil entered into Adam and so entered into the world and then death, that spiritual death through sin. Notice the moment that Adam and Eve sinned through that sin that they took into them, then spiritual death entered in through sin and thus death spread to all men because all have sinned. When did we all sin? We all sinned in Adam. When Adam sinned, all men who were in Adam at the time, again, we died. There, This happened before any person was ever born. We are in Adam when he sinned, so we sinned with him. And this analogy is used throughout the word of God. When we come back after the break, I'm gonna talk about another way this analogy is used. And we will find out again that when Adam sinned, we sinned with him. I'll see you right after the break. Bible doctrines are easy to understand. They only seem difficult because they often come disguised as complicated or deep sounding concepts, but their explanations are simple. In Theology Simplified, Volume 2, Bob Yandian breaks down eight more foundational doctrines that will bring strength and stability to your Christian life. Twelve messages include the Bible doctrines of advocacy, the church, dispensations, the fall of man, the study of God, the judgments, faith for salvation, and unlimited atonement. These 12 episodes from the Student of the Word broadcasts are available as audio CDs, video DVDs, or both audio and video on a USB flash drive. To order Theology Simplified Volume 2, visit our website at bobyandian.com. John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Without the Word of God, our lives would be unstable and without direction. There would be no hope for believers or, for that matter, the entire world. In this seven-part series, Pastor Bob Yandian emphasizes and explains the vital necessity of the Word of God in the life of every believer. Sermon titles include A More Sure Word of Prophecy, The Inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God's Reputation, The Wisdom of God's Word, the merchandise of wisdom, wisdom, riches, and honor, and Jesus, our wisdom. To order Importance of the Word, go to bobyandian.com. Bob Yandian Ministries is training up a new generation in the Word of God. Because of your generosity and faithfulness, this teaching ministry is able to change countless lives. You will never know until you get to heaven how many people received Jesus, were filled with the Holy Spirit, healed, or found God's will for their life 
through your support and prayers. If you would like to become a partner with Bob Yandian, visit our website at bobyandian.com and click on Partnership. Thanks again for joining us today. Really what I'm teaching in these series is on theology. And theology means the study of God. These are all attributes of God, attributes of the Word of God. And by studying them, we can better understand God and thus better understand ourselves. And so in this particular one, we're talking about the the, uh, fall of man. And we're talking about the entrance of the tree into us. When Adam ate the tree, ate the fruit of the tree, the tree in essence became a part of him. And although the, the tree is never mentioned again after that time that, that was in the garden, the tree of the, of the knowledge of good and evil, we have it. And basically when he put it inside of himself, it came inside of us. We were born with it. And so then we took up names just before we uh, left it at uh, halftime here. But I want to read one thing as we as turn to Romans 5.12. You can, we'll take up that verse of scripture again. And this is a thank you from Brian who says, thank you, pastor. You make all things so simple and so plain. And thank you also, you brought to the body of Christ simplicity through your obedience and your heart. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Brian. And again, thank you for being a blessing and listening to the broadcast, watching the broadcast. And it's my desire just to take you, just people out there that have jobs and all these other things, as well as those called into the ministry and make ministers out of you. Because I think theology is not something for Bible school students, it's for everybody. If otherwise, why is it found in the word of God? And many of you, your pastors aren't teaching, you know, these types of things from the pulpit. And I believe they should, but they don't, that's their business. But the point comes back to, I'm gonna teach it and you can watch it and become greatly, greatly blessed, all right? Romans 5.12 said this, Therefore, as through one man, that's Adam, sin, that's the nature of the flesh, entered into the world. And that tree was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When they ate of that, the tree became a part of them. And that tree, sin, entered into the world, and then death, that spiritual death, through sin. So what happened was when Adam and Eve sinned, sin, the nature of the flesh, entered them first, and then through that sin, it spread into all of the being inside, and Adam died spiritually on the inside, and that literally affected all men. Why? Because we were all in Adam. He carried us in him. And in him, and when, of course, when they had children, he and Eve had children, those children were inside of him to begin with, and we were in there somewhere. And so when we were born, because of his sin, it passed to all of us. That's why we need to be dead to Adam, die to Adam, and be be, be reborn into the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, again, the first thing he does is he gives us spiritual life to replace that death inside of us. And then next of all, he will give us a resurrection body one day of which the nature of the flesh will not be there. So again, Romans 5, 12, therefore, as through one man, that's Adam's sin, that's the nature of the flesh, entered the world. And death, that's spiritual death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. And when did we all sin? When Adam sinned. All this happened before any person was ever born after Adam and Eve. We were in Adam when he sinned, so we sinned with him. This analogy is used in Hebrews 7 of Levi inside of Abraham who gave tithes to Melchizedek, who was a type of Jesus. In Abraham, Levi was yet to come. But as Abraham bowed before Melchizedek and gave him tithes of all, Levi was seen in him later to come, bowing also inside of Abraham, giving homage and greater homage to Melchizedek. And so what this is simply saying is Levi's priesthood gave homage to Melchizedek as the great 
greater priest, and Melchizedek is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that in that simple act, even Levi was saying there's coming a greater priest than we are, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. They didn't know what his name was back there. They called him Jehovah. The location of the nature of sin is in our bodies. That's why it's called the flesh. The titles for the nature of sin is this. It's called the body of sin, Romans chapter 6 and verse 6. We're told in Romans uh, chapter 6 and verse 12, let not sin reign in your mortal bodies. Again, we find that this nature that entered into us, that Adam ate of that tree, it entered and it stayed within our bodies. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies. Chapter 6 and verse 13 of Romans says, don't present your bodies as instruments of sin. Chapter 7 and verse 5 tells us the sinful passions work in our members, and the members are the parts of your body. Chapter 7 and verse 23, the law of sin which is in my members, and then chapter 7 and verse 24 talks about this body of death. And James chapter 4 and verse 1 says this way, wars and fightings come from your desires that war in your members. He again points out that all evil coming from us starts inside from the nature of the flesh. The sinner is spiritually dead, separated from God, separated from God's life. And since the nature of the flesh is in the body, it is present at birth and goes all the way to the time of physical death or to the rapture. We will get rid of this nature of the flesh when we die but also when the rapture occurs and we receive a resurrection body. At salvation, the spirit is born again, but the nature of sin, the nature of the flesh remains in the body. The key is to renew the mind. It is the swing vote which chooses to walk in the spirit or walk in the flesh. So the key after salvation where our spirit is born again and spiritual death is removed from us, but we still have the nature of the flesh warring in us and wanting to get its way. This is where the renewing of the mind comes to where we grow spiritually in the things of God. Romans chapter 8 and verse 6 says, to be carnally minded is death. He's speaking to Christians here. He's not speaking to the world. He's speaking to Christians and says, for a Christian to be carnally minded is to listen to the nature of the flesh, to listen to this thing that entered into you at the time of Adam and is still there, even though you're born again. What God has given us is the power to overcome it. And this nature inside of us comes and battles us. But when our mind is filled with the word of God, it swings over and joins the spirit and they become a powerful force against the, against the flesh. But when you don't and you walk and you listen to the flesh and you follow after it, your mind makes up the decision, the will makes up the decision to follow after the flesh, then you have taken the spirit the inside of you where the Holy Spirit lives and basically shoved it to the side and the Holy Spirit will not interfere. He works by your will. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So notice the swing vote is the soul. It swings over to the carnal side or it swings over to the life of peace and spiritually minded minded. It listens to the flesh or it listens to the spirit on the inside of us. And the point of it is let it listen to the spirit. You have the right to choose and walk by the word of God or walk by what the world says. You have the right to walk by what the Holy Spirit guides you to do or do what the world has to say. And they're surrounded all the time by the world and the world is working in you through the nature of the flesh. So we are born in the nature of the flesh, but Adam and Eve were born outside the nature of the flesh. In Genesis chapter three, verses 12 through 13, and then in verse 15, it says this, and the man answered, 
The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and that's why I ate. And the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me. According to 1 Timothy, this is a true statement. What she said to God was true. The serpent beguiled me, and I fell for it. At least she told the truth. The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. And God said, I will put enmity or a division between you, that is Satan, and the woman and between your seed, which is fallen, and her seed, which is Christ, the Messiah. And her seed will crush your head and you shall crush his heel. Adam lied. He blamed the woman, but the woman, again, she told the truth. Yes, I was beguiled. I took it, but Satan beguiled me. And then Adam said, no, that woman you gave me, she's the one that did it. So Eve told the truth. She was deceived by Satan and she ate. Adam was held accountable and sin passed on to all men because of all men in him, in Adam, all die. First Timothy chapter two, verse 13 through 15 said, for Adam was first formed then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they, that is the children, continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. Because Eve was deceived, she was not held accountable for the fall, Adam was. The Bible never says in Eve all die. It says in Adam all die, even so she was the first one to eat of the fruit. In the garden, God announced the coming of the Messiah, the Redeemer, as the seed of the woman. If God could get a woman pregnant without a man getting her pregnant, then God could put the seed inside of her. This would be the one who would be born without the nature of the flesh. The woman and in this case, Mary had the nature of the flesh, but she didn't pass it on. And the virgin birth caused Jesus Christ to come into this earth. And in the beginning, chapter three and verse 15, he said, Messiah will come as the seed of the woman. That's where it suddenly, now Satan began to understand what was going to happen and fought against a Messiah coming time after time after time when he heard about a redeemer being born. And one day the redeemer came along. His name was Jesus Christ. God was the father of the humanity of Jesus, placing Jesus' seed into Mary. But Mary was the mother of the humanity of Jesus, and without a man's seed, Jesus was born outside the curse on all mankind. Jesus was born without the sin nature called the flesh and without spiritual death. Now, Jesus could have received it by disobeying God, but he didn't do that. Jesus was therefore the only one capable of redeeming all mankind. Jesus was born without the sin nature and lived his life without committing a single sin, thus remaining sinless and thus going to the cross to die for every one of us. And so we find this in the word of God, how that God did this. And one day two books will be opened in heaven. The two books that will be opened in heaven is called the book of life and the book of works. And the book of life are those that receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. And the book of works have all the good works we have ever done in our lifetime. But the point of it is those who stand on the book of works, such as sinners, and stand before him, they'll name all the good works they've done. And God will say, yes, they're all here. But God will tell them it still doesn't equal 100. Well, what is it, what is it equal to? Well, you got a 99.4. Whoa, I think I've got an A. And God says, 
no, anything below a 100 is an F, even a 99.99, and no one has ever received a full 100 on the test except for Jesus Christ. Well, then how do we get into heaven? If you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, he will give you his score. And that's where we do. So since our name is found in the book of life and we say we accepted Jesus Christ, then the book of works will be open for us and we'll be rewarded from the book of works. Oh, hallelujah. God has such a wonderful plan. The sinner falls back on the books of works. The book of life condemns him, but the believer falls back on the book of life and the book of works rewards him. So tomorrow we'll be getting into more of this as we go on to other doctrines. And I'm looking forward to doing that. I know you're looking forward to hearing more of it. And so we will see you tomorrow. You can order resources, become a partner, or browse free articles and podcasts by visiting our website at bobyandian.com. You can also join our mailing list and receive weekly devotions and the latest ministry updates. If you would like to contact Bob Yandian Ministries, visit bobyandian.com and click on Contact. To contact us by mail, use the address on your screen. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. We'll see you next time on Student of the Word with Bob Yandian.